This is Mr. Impact Wrestling and Joe Moose, and you're listening to the Irish Whip. Hookers? Hookers and Coke? Hookers and Coke, man. You're the only pro wrestler I know that wants to do the shit in the morning. Yeti, you're a f***ing moron. Put it this way, I think Sammy Callahan might as well just change his name to Invader I want to know why. Like, he can dodge any question. Like, I'll tell anyone that. You can tell me the f***, but I, I'm going to ask specific questions. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. WrestlingNewsSource.com all the rest of you yahoos are out there dilly-dilling, you little wankers, we're actually receiving real wrestling news. This is Brett screwed Brett. I'm Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Brett screwed Brett. All two are bar. Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat. I hate your t-shirts. I hate your wristbands. I hate your shoes. I hate your music. I hate the C-Nation. I hate everything that you stand for. So does rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> What's up, TIW Mafia? It's a Yeti. Um, I am here with uh, JP, and um, we are honored uh, to have um, one, of, I think one of the coolest people in IWTV, a talent that we respect um, and are huge fans of personally, Miss um, Sam Laterna. How are you today? I'm very well. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. I'm excited to uh, chit chat about wrestling and uh, and everything else. I'm I'm yeah, super excited to have you because it's uh, I live in Montana, so the only way I get to see people is literally this way on a consistent basis. I don't go to live shows. I don't get to go to live shows. I don't get to do any of that. So all of you that are in the COVID area right now, you're living my life. So welcome to watching wrestling in Montana. And I'm, and I'm from Boston. I was just telling you, like once a year, we would go down. Me and a, a couple of my buddies would go down for King of Trios every year. So um, yeah, it, to have that little piece. To have a little piece of that still alive is really cool. And brings who, back a lot of memories of a lot of cheesesteaks. Have you have you told the story yet about how who made the call, how this happened, mm. uh, who was involved? I don't you, you don't have to name names if you don't want to. You don't have to do any of that. But I'm I'm more interested in making sure that we uh, when we do things like this properly support the individuals that um took the lost souls of Chikara, brought them into a camp leapfrog, took a chance that there were the faithful of the fist, the faithful of the colony, the faithful of all of those people um, would jump on. And I, th- I think they have, and I, I want to hear that's the part. That's the part I want to hear. That's the story that me as a Mark and a fan, I want to hear. If you can tell it, cool. If you can't, I yeah, understand. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, there's, there's, you know, no, no mystery to it. I'm happy to tell it. Uh, so basically, long story short, uh, a couple of us, uh, myself, Chris Levin, uh, the entire, you know, younger generation of the uh, former Chikara roster, I guess you could say, um, all got together for Camp Leapfrog and the conception was all, uh, Chris Levin. We were all at Shakara and we'd all experienced this unfortunate circumstance, uh, with losing a home. Uh, for me, I had just gotten my, like, broadcasting start and I was learning so much. So I felt totally cut off from that point. I was like, oh, well, it's over. I gave it a run. 
Um, and then Chris had the idea after talking to Anthony Green, also known as August Gray. Uh, they're pretty good friends and they had been spitballing about a new concept show uh, that is out of the ordinary for wrestling, something more cinematic, which is what all promotions have had to do as a result of the pandemic. Long story short, as you guys know, Anthony Green got signed. He was supposed to compete at the first Leapfrog. He was supposed to be the co-writer and all of that with Chris. And then Chris realized, though we had never met in person, we just were shooting remotely for Chikara at different times during the pandemic. Uh, he realized that I was co-writing some of my uh, hosted segments with Mike Quackenbush. Uh, so he brought me in and was like, hey, I think you're talented. Let's uh, let's work together. And it's been a really uh, good synergy between myself and Chris. And then of course, Jerry at IWTV, our boss, uh, was gracious enough to give us the opportunity to just run with this crazy concept that we have. And now we're three episodes in and uh, we're, or four, counting the lives, I guess. Uh, there's too many to count and we're, you know, going strong into 2021 with a whole bunch of shows every month for your viewing pleasure. You have uh, you have one specifically coming up on the 16th, correct? So it's actually coming up on the 17th. 17th, okay. 17th. Uh, so it's going to be our Camp Leapfrog Live, uh, which we're hoping to do every month, every other month. Uh, and it will be streaming on the Facebook of Independent Wrestling TV, uh, also named Independent Wrestling. Uh, and it's going to be great. We had like 10,000 viewers to our last live. This live is themed like retro, vintage, uh, I guess, slight, very under the table homage to Anthony Green, but also more importantly, uh, an homage to vintage wrestling and everything that I think a lot of wrestling fans love, which is just pop culture in general. I've, I've found that wrestling fans are really into those like little references, right? Um, so we try and put those references into all of our shows. And you know, if you get it, you get it. If you don't, that's okay. You're still having fun watching. Uh, but 1985, Leapfrog 1985 is gonna be one hell of a show. And you might see some blasts from the past. Uh, JP, do you, I think we tell the story afterwards. Like we, I didn't plan this. I didn't, no. uh, Sam doesn't even know what I'm talking about right now. I don't even think that she knows the relationship that we have with August Gray. Maybe she does. Maybe she doesn't No, but I'm, I do we tell this again? Do we tell this right now? Do you do it? We've been doing this podcast for a long time. We've been doing podcasting for a long time. And about 14, 15 years ago, there was a 12-year-old, A.G. Vito. A.G. Vito. That was doing a podcast, and we would help him out with it. And that became Anthony Green. That's awesome. Wow. Since me and Josh restarted this about two and a half years ago, there's been a little Easter egg where we've brought him up in every episode. Every episode we have brought him up. And you just did it. Like, we didn't have to, nothing. Like, there was nothing we had to do, nothing we had to say. No, I will literally pull, pull up my phone. I will show people, like, I we did. We are not active participants in AG, Vito, <laughs> All Good Anthony Green, or August Gray showing up on the show tonight. That's all yeah, Sam's fault. He's, he's kind of all <laughs> over the place, you know? Uh, he's connected to a lot of people. So. Do you sense. do you feel like he, rep do you feel like sometimes, and the reason we love him is because he is what we, think well when we think of pro wrestling he is a human being that is out there to help people get better in whatever way he can he just spreads the love of pro wrestling like you guys are doing with camp leapfrog and it's 
the world I think it's works. such a rarity uh, to have someone like Anthony Green in the pro wrestling industry because not only is he extremely talented in his own right, but he wants to, as you said, elevate people. Um, particularly, I think what he's done in the Northeast and the New England area, um, along with you know the place that he trained at, uh, which is slipping me, so I will not <laughs> name. But uh, you know, I just, everywhere. But I think the New England Pro Wrestling Academy was where he really wrestling, yeah. his finish work. But yeah, I just feel like the things that he's he has done in pro wrestling and the things that he will continue to do are just going to be really prolific ultimately. Like when we look back at AJ's career ten years from now, I can't. It's hard for me to put into words because he was a kid. Like he was literally he came up to JP as a kid and says, "Hey, are you JP from the Irish Whip?" That's the kid that's yeah, on TV now. Me in the sh- in a shopping mall. Yeah. It just goes to show you never know who you can, you know, have as a guest. And then next thing you know, they're signed. I felt that way when I had Max Castro on WrestleTea. I mean, Max and I, I used to wrestle. So Max and I yep. used to be on a lot of local shows together, actually, in Long Island, New York. Um, so I knew him. It was easy to get the interview. But two weeks later, next thing you know, up, oh, AEW scoops him up. So yeah. that's just pro wrestling, especially it. this year with uh, the way everyone's getting scooped off the indies. I know, and she about go back to Camp Leapfrog. Yeah, what I love about Camp Leapfrog is for like wrestling to really make it this year. You have to really work for the internet crowd. Mm. You have to either do like a produced match, like a you know a graveyard match, whatever that type of thing. Yeah, work towards the internet crowd and be ready to not have a lot of crowd. And I think Camp Leapfrog sort of does all three of those. Yeah, I think we find a good balance. Um, I don't necessarily believe in pandering uh, solely to the internet crowd. I think they tend to be, uh, or the the mean ones <laughs> tend to be a vulgar party. I'm thankful that I've avoided a lot of uh, mean comments, but a lot of other people do uh, get those diatribes from people. Um, but I, I just think that Leapfrog is the perfect mix of wrestling, cinema, if we can call it cinema, but cinema, um, as well as just, you know, an ode to every single, you know, movie that's ever made you want to go to summer camp. You know, it's wet, hot American summer mixed with a little bit of, uh, a little bit of wrestling. <laughs> it's all, it's and, fun for me. It's yeah. an, it's an escape and, and we're gracious enough for IWTV and you guys, like we can go and log in. We have one of those accounts where we can, we can watch this stuff and really, truly appreciate the fun and the finality in some of these, like I've, I mentioned some names, so I kind of want to play a game. And, and this is, this is a game I solely, and I want to talk about your training. I left for Pillman Jr. Right. I have left about Pillman Jr. These are questions I also had for him. So we trained it's, together. <laughs> it's, it's a Storm Academy thing for me. It's one of those things where um, Storm Academy, it, it, the people that come out of there, are the most respectful people to the industry that I think ever existed. I totally agree. And I'm, I'm, I'm biased. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm, I'm going to name some names and you only get to describe them in one word and they're all all camp leapfrog. Okay. Okay. Um, Francis Wright. Lunatic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Travis Huckabee. Oh, egocentric. <laughs> Going deep. JP, do you have one? Green Ant. 
Green as. Done one or two. Oh, salt of the earth. Yes. A oh, phrase, one phrase. With that. He's going to yeah. love that. <laughs> I love that he did the Halloween one dressed like Ant-Man. <laughs> you know, just some layers. Uh, I have I have uh, three more. Okay. Uh, Calyx. Big. Huggable. Yes, surprisingly. <laughs> right. Okay. Just had to make Very sure huggable. that's that's not a myth. Um, <laughs> I have to refer to this individual as a very good pro wrestler. Oh, oh, goat, goat. Awesome. Oh yeah. Um, Roh. <laughs> that was that was me asking for him to go to Roh. Last hey, person. You never know. Last person I have on here uh, is a personal fave of mine. He reminds me of an Anthony Green in Ooh. in certain ways. Uh, Boomer Hatfield. Oh yeah. Ah. Okay. Okay. See, there's a lot of words that are coming to mind, but I think I'm gonna I, I'm just gonna call him a comet because he just comes in hot, and you, you never know where he's gonna come from, but you know he's gonna just come at you with everything he's got, despite you know you know, any size restrictions, doesn't matter how big, how small the competitor is. Comet, hard hitting. Bam. Awesome. Thank, thank you for letting me put you on the spot and continuing. Being to... put on the spot. The, I didn't the... realize you trained up at Lance Dorms. Yes. Uh, how did you get from there down to Philly? Oh, well, uh, it's, it's a roundabout journey, one could say. Uh, <laughs> uh, the long story short of it is that I began training uh, in New York City with Johnny Rods okay. uh, in, in like 2016, then uh, was really discouraged by wrestling and thought, you know what, I think if I'm going to do this, I'm going to give it one last shot and I'm going to do it right. So I'm going to Calgary where stars are made and I'm training with Lance Storm, uh, saved $10,000 to go out there. Um, and it was just, it was the most disciplinary thing I've ever had to do because I really bet on myself and put all of my eggs in that basket. Went out to Calgary with my dog, Madness, with my four-month-old puppy that Lance said I could bring. Um, and the rest is history. I, I had an amazing class of people. I don't know if you're familiar with Darren Kearney. Uh, he's an Irish wrestler who's, or do you know who Darren is? Yeah? I do. Yes. Oh, nice. Oh, I, I totally want to like just uh, put over Darren Kearney because he's amazing. He's in a trios tag uh, with two other guys. They're known as MTH, More Than Hype. He's the next big thing. Uh, when he he's able cool. to wrestle in the States, watch him. He was the star of our class. Um, also just had, had, had a, a lot of awesome people that are doing a lot of other things in wrestling too, which I think is great. Um, and Pillman was in my class. Pillman has, you know, yeah gone leaps and bounds since uh, training at Storms. Um, and I'm, I'm happy that he's, you know, getting to fulfill his father's legacy. And as far as Lance goes, just endless stories for days about, you know, when he was on the road and funny stories about other wrestlers that I probably can't say. Uh, those, are, those are personal stories that we always yeah. <laughs> encourage people to keep to themselves and take those, especially you can't tarnish the Storm Academy, right? Exactly. Oh, no, I would, I would never. Oh, my gosh. Um, but yeah, and I, I just think we had a really good class. Everyone was serious about, you know, getting into the ring and being the first in the ring. We were all extremely competitive with each other and we lived the wrestling lifestyle out there, which was a dream, you know, training for five hours, five days a week. Uh, 
in the ring with Lance Storm of all people. And then after that, doing yoga, going to the gym, eating clean. It was it was just a great experience. And it really put in my mind, this is what I'd like to do with my life. Um, fast forward, I moved to the Midwest, was wrestling out there because the Midwest is a great place to get repetition in. And that's what I needed at that time. So you could wrestle three or four times a week there, get more advanced, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was doing great. And then uh, a botch in a match uh, made me suffer a back injury, a compression fracture. Um, and that was kind of the end for me, along with a series of concussions. I consider myself a very intelligent woman, and I don't want to compromise my ability to actually think properly by banging my head around. And I don't know, not everyone trusts uh or you cannot rather trust everyone with your body. And that's what I learned through that experience. And months later, after saying I'm done with wrestling, I was super depressed. I didn't know why. Uh, I had a friend who I will not name tell me that I couldn't do anything in wrestling because I wasn't ambitious enough. And the next day I started WrestleTea. And a week later, Mike Quackenbush contacted me and said, hey, I think you're great. This is an awesome concept. Uh, let's let's work together. And five months later, uh, I'd learned a bunch from Mike, but you know, things happen. Chikara had to close its doors, unfortunately, or whatever, right. you know, whatever's yeah. happening now with that. Whatever um, yeah, but it's been a great experience and everything happens for a reason. That's what I think. And Chris came into my life for a reason. I came into Chris's life for a reason. And now he, myself, and uh, Sam Fritz, who's our editor for Leapfrog, as well as our IWTV entry point episodes we put out every week, we're all just kind of tied to each other's careers and we're, we're rolling with it. <laughs> but that's kind of the same way, like um, Oni Lorcan. Yeah. Oni started here in Boston. Training here at New England Pro Wrestling Academy. Um, I think it might have been um, chaotic, whatever. It might have had a different name at that point, but it was it was New England Pro Wrestling Academy. Mm -hmm. uh, said, I'm going to Canada. I want to do this. Went up to Lance's school. Oh, yeah. Uh, did that for a year or two, and then showed up on Raw Run in Texas next to uh, uh, Robbie Gilmore, who's a, who at the time was a wrestler down in Houston that we knew. Now, I didn't know Warney. I had set up a couple of shows, set up the ring at a couple of shows he was on, and that was the extent of it. Mm -hmm. But I texted Robbie. I'm like, the kid next to you in the ring is really fucking good. Oh, yeah. And he got him booked on a couple of shows down there. And, uh, you know, the and the rest is sort of history there. I don't yeah. think uh, that Storm Academy, and I just from the time that... For him, by the way. He's, also, <laughs> he's done that all on his own. I'm not taking credit for that. I'm just saying it was... Uh, I'm just saying I made the call. No, no, no. He didn't know anybody in Texas. He was down there. I think he was just down there staying with family at the time and wasn't in the ring at all. So, Wow. Do you, he uh, the call do, himself, he would have been. How, how much do you miss being in the ring? How much do you miss being able to compete as opposed to, yes, I mean, there are so many um, driven, intelligent women that do what they do. But Quackenbush was right. You are really fucking good at what you do. You are exceptional at getting the message across and inviting people into an arena that, that they wouldn't usually be in. And that's what I think, one, trios kept alive because of uh, of you and everybody involved, IWTV, Ref, like everybody. Um, and if, if people go back and research the history, whether it's, or it's Gargano or... Um, Ruby Riot or uh, Drew Gulak or 
any of the ants. Cody Lee, well, rest in peace. Yeah, I mean, you just go look at a trio. You're going to see the Young Bucks guys in these trios matches. You're going to see some of the greatest professional wrestlers in professional wrestling before all this other stuff started. And I'm, I really want to make sure that I make a point that when people mention Camp Leapfrog, that is now what trios is. That is, that is where the talent of talent will be when trios comes around on Christmas Eve, if that's where you guys keep it, which is really fucking cool. I'm telling you guys right now, that's like a really cool way for wrestling fans. Like I got a three-year-old, I got a nine-year-old and I got a, a wife that we're, we're watching Camp Leapfrog on Christmas Eve. Like that's what we did. That's, that's how we spent it. And, um, we're yeah, family it, friendly, you know, so we want, want it to be a tradition and it, hopefully it turns into that. And, you know, yeah. We Every need the year. holy poop chant to continue. The holy poop chant needs to continue. That cannot die. <laughs> yeah, I wonder who started that. Maybe it was Trajan or Ron. <laughs> uh, we're twenty. We're twenty minutes in. I don't want to take a whole lot more of your time. And and um, I know you wanted to go twenty minutes. If you want to go more, JP, you can write the timestamp down. We can we can let you go. I can do I another just... five with you. Um, I just like I said, if, yep. if my roommate wasn't doing yep. the MCAT, I would absolutely. Uh, no, it, it not, makes not the MCAT, but the practice. It makes good for a follow up, and I've ho- I've hogged a lot of this time. So JP, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I want to know how important being family friendly is. Uh well. That's interesting because on a personal note, I prefer all kinds of wrestling. I don't need family-friendly wrestling. But I think as far as LeapFrog is concerned, we have a niche with that that we've established. Um, And you can't really have a summer camp-themed show and have, you know, all these 20-year-olds pretending to be kids and then not have it kid-friendly. That's the way Chris and I look at it. Um, So even though there is some cursing sometimes, and I apologize that your three- and nine-year-olds might have seen that. I'm um, a former Marine, and I say fuck all the time to them. It's it's a verb, noun, all that. To them, it's a normal word. So if their teacher said, hey, get that fucking pencil, they'd go, okay, and they'd grab it, and they'd go, right. So it's it's normal, so don't feel bad. Okay, good. (laughs) But um, aside from the occasional curse, and we really do implore people only use curses when they really, like, feel it in their their soul. Um, I, I just, I, th- I think there's something for everyone. There's something for every wrestling fan as well. You know, we have our technicians, we have our high flyers. Uh, we have people that are good on really, really good on the mic. We have people that are just getting discovered both, uh, because of Camp Leapfrog and because of other promotions that are showcasing them like Erica Lee, who's amazing. Yeah. I almost cursed because she's so amazing. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's it's just a great way to give other people a platform and also to give myself a platform because every time we do a leapfrog, I learn something new uh, from Chris because Chris has so much experience within the realm of wrestling with booking shows, uh, you know, what he does for GCW, what he's now doing with IWTV, helping me produce Entry Point. Um, it's just, it's always a learning experience. And as you guys have experience with this, going live is a whole nother beast. So getting to do that more. Uh, only adds tools to my arsenal. Uh, something Lance always said is the more you know, uh, you know, the more useful you are. And I've always, always stuck to that. Uh, so commentary, interviewing, hosting, whatever it is, announcing. Um, I just want to get all of my, my, my fingers in it and uh, see what, see what, you know, hits the wall and works. Right. So where can people find you? Ah, so uh, I do have social media. Uh, a blessing and a curse. You can find me at. <laughs> at no lie. Sorry, not no lie, right? 
uh, at Sam Laterna, and my last name is spelled L-E-T-E-R-N-A. That's on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I also have a Wrestle T fan page on Facebook if you'd like to uh, join that. And my YouTube channel where I interview all of the rising pro wrestlers uh, on the indies and beyond hopefully this year uh, is called Wrestle T. And you can find that by searching Wrestle T or Sam Laterna on YouTube. Uh, and then also Camp Leapfrog is on Twitter, is on Instagram. Just type in Camp Leapfrog, give us a follow, and you'll stay up to date on everything related to our lovely little show. Also, please, gotta say it, subscribe to IWTV. A subscription to IWTV is actively keeping the indies in business. This, these are unprecedented times that we are living in. And within entertainment, outside of entertainment, we all have to make adjustments. You're at home more, sign up. You can use the code Leapfrog for a five-day free trial. <laughs> Perfect. Well, that L E A P F R O G, correct? Correct. Cool. Uh, I I have a personal subscription. We also have the subscription that IWTV gives us for the media spot. So JP uses one. I use my personal one, uh, and it really pays. Yeah, Sam is one hundred percent. If you have a, if you have an indie wrestler out there, like send like go buy a bunch of shit. I don't care what it is, or send them money. Like, hey, dude, what's your PayPal? I'm going to send you a hundred bucks. If yeah. you're a po- if you're a podcast, if you are a podcast, go find a local wrestling promotion and school and start sponsoring their matches. Start sponsoring your favorite wrestler, guys. If you want to be if you want to be part of it, go be part of it. Like this is how you do it. There are podcasts doing that right now. We don't because we have wrestling news source and we have full press. Like we can literally go touch five hundred thousand people, boom, like that. We we touch them. But if you can't, you don't have that ability like we do, then go find a local promotion. Go find a local promoter. Go find those guys like there are people doing right now. Okay. Synergy, Wrestle Factory. There's a perfect podcast that's doing it right now. Like they're they're doing it right. So go support your local wrestlers. Go support whatever they're doing because they're artists and they're you could be supporting the next rock. August Gray. You never know where these people are gonna be. Take the time, wear the t-shirt. And support Camp Leapfrog and IWTV, right? Yes, that's the beauty of it. And I, I, I would like to think that a wrestler never forgets a loyal fan. So there's that I, too. I can, I can say I've seen that. That they mm-hmm. don't. I felt that. I feel that on Twitter daily from people oh, yeah. that that are genuine. And the it's a blessing and a curse. Social media is a blessing and a curse. It really is. <laughs> it so. Is. so Sam, on behalf of Irish Rip, on behalf of JP, um, I just want to thank you so much for taking the time um, and talking with us. And we look forward to uh, 17th, correct? Yes. Leapfrog Live, 1985. Oh, wow. Okay. That kind of kind of rhymes. I'm going to redo that. Leapfrog Live, 1985. We uh, will bring you wrestling from uh, a year that none of us remember because we weren't born yet. But... January 17th, 7 p.m. on the Indie Wrestling Facebook page. Let's get there. <laughs> You're going to see a lot of Zubas and fanny packs. Oh, you, uh, you gave me a good idea there. I'm meeting on Thursday, so we'll, we'll see how many people have Zubas, actually. <laughs> awesome. We're going to end. Sam, stick with us. We'll talk real quick, and then we'll let you go. Sounds good. What's up, guys? Just wanted to let you know today's episode is brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is the world's largest collection of official fan gear from all of the leagues, teams, and players you love. 
If you enjoy our show, and we know you do, who doesn't like Free Fig Friday, and are looking to buy a new jersey, sweatshirt, or hat, you can support us by going to podgo.co slash fanatics and getting 25% off your order. That's p-o-d-g-o dot c-o slash fanatics. And they offer officially licensed everything. What's up, guys? JP here with Josh. What's up, man? Free Fig Friday. We did an interview earlier this week that's going to get cut in with this. What's up, Bobby D? Bobby, you are on that wheel twice this week. Um, Tommy, you're on the wheel twice this week. And this wheel, Josh, what's that wheel look like? Dude, that wheel is amazing. I can't believe that. It's yeah. fun. It's, dude, it's just you... I think that's why we do it, because it's, you never know which figure that you put up that's going to cause the fun. Plus, it gives us a chance to interact with uh, people and uh, that we necessarily wouldn't, right? That's it. That's, you know, and it, it's cool. Uh, the reason we started off with the ad this week is because we are going to, um, once this is done, this is going to be sort of quick tonight, maybe 20 minutes or so. Um, and we did an interview earlier in the week that's going to get spliced in. Um, to the first part of this, so yeah, we did a still run normally. Yeah, we did a, a pretty cool interview with Sam Laterna from Russell T and IWTV. Um, it was fun, man. It, it's if you're not familiar with Camp Leapfrog, it is a spinoff of uh, former Chikara with a bunch of those individuals over there. Um, uh, doing doing their thing. Uh, who like some of the minds behind it were? Yeah, there's there's some current WWE uh, superstars. We can call them that superstars, right? Uh, A WWE superstar that was the mastermind behind this, and you will have to uh, like listen to the interview with Sam and listen to uh, which WWE superstar this was the mastermind of before they got signed. Now that um, can we say how proud we are of another of well maybe not another WWE superstar, but of a WWE superstar. Sure. Uh, Anthony, well, August Gray, Anthony Green, is now going to be in the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. It's pretty cool, man. Him and uh, Kurt Stallion. That's unreal. Kurt Stallion and August Gray. They tagged in Limitless, I believe. I'll have to check that. We need to fact check that. But I do believe they may have tagged in Lemonless. Or they that stuff than I do. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't I don't remember. It's hard to say. I know they competed against each other, but I don't maybe this is the first time they tagged. Do you mean to uh do you mean to uh uh do you want to show everybody the wheel? Or do you mean to kinda of run through like we used to do on Free Fig Friday before we kind of change the, the format again? Well, uh, can't can't hear the guy on the right like you. See that JPC? See, they're they're picking. Yeah, that's you. They're picking your mic apart already. You're not able to hear me. You got to talk right into it. You're talking soft. You got to be bold and direct. I have to, I have to adjust the levels on this, and I'm not able to do that. I got to download some software so I can take care of that. Um, But I will. In the meantime, I'll just talk really loud. Yeah, yell like your life depends on it, right? Always yell. Hey, uh, so we're giving a fig away. I guess we can't call it a Stone Cold Steve Austin. We have to have, uh, call it a, a, a Stunning Steve Austin. 
right? Is that what we need to call this, JP? It is a stunning Steve Austin figure. It's, okay. Uh, that's why I chose it, because it, it, like I ordered one for myself, and I will order one for the winner. Um, whoever wins on this wheel. And the wheel is big. A hundred people. One hundred people, actually, uh, with this fig. I was surprised, man. I really am. It's a cool fig. Uh, but it's not a, um, it's awesome. It's, and there is a Pillman figure to go with it too. Um, I know Josh, not you, but Josh, the barber, um, grizzle jar on Twitter pointed that out that there is a, um, there is a Pillman figure that fits right in with the Hollywood blonde time frame. Is yeah. Um, well, that's what, the, that's the hill we're going to die on. This is where this all starts from is like, I think that's, I think we need to tell that story. Uh, for those that haven't heard it as to kind of why this is, this is like our anniversary date on Twitter. Right. We get a, a nice fig that uh, everybody is, uh, um, excited about. And, uh, I don't know, man. What, what do you think? Got me taking a drink. <laughs> I thought the, um. I thought the balloons and stuff, I had a time, I asked you earlier if the balloons and stuff were because we, like, the tweet went unbelievable. Yeah. I'm like, are they giving us balloons when we go onto our Twitter because of that? And you're like, no, dummy, it's an anniversary. Uh, you, um, you picked some pretty cool figs. I've done okay. The Taker one was all right. You've had this one. Uh, I thought the Edgeheads, uh, fig was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but when we first started this, like when we, uh, Amber O'Neill was our first interview really back. She gave us that, um, uh, WrestleCon exclusive. This was when, um, wow was coming back. It was when glow was here, you know, big on Netflix. So it, I mean, this is the time frame we're talking about is WrestleCon. And was that when she said a good brother wasn't a good husband. Yeah. That's when she said a good brother was not a good husband. <laughs> a good brother was not a good husband. Um, no, nah, man, it's, it's, uh, unless you're in the salt. Yeah. Uh, so we just started digging and I was like, I want to, I want to find a kid that, um, nobody's really talking about. Maybe he's fresh. Maybe he's not. Maybe he had a, a really cool recent match in lo and behold, we find, uh, Brian Pillman Jr. is kind of throwing his hat in there, hung out at the storm Academy, just had his match with Matt Seidel for that X division belt. Speaking of the storm Academy really quick. Yeah. 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 Um, for those who don't know, in 04, 05, 06, we were on a website called Fan Talk Live, Wrestle Radio Network, um, and the Irish Whip followed, what was Doc's name? Oh. I know Doc passed It was a dark match. Before. Was it the dark match? No. No, no. We, so we followed, um, it was Doc something, and Doc passed away a few years ago. I stayed friends with him over the years, too, um, in Les Thatcher. And yeah. Les Thatcher is, um, right now, he is in, he is sick, he's got a lung infection, COVID-related, so I just want to wish him well, and um, a quick, speedy recovery. Yeah, that's, they were always so gracious to us as well, like, um, Les, well, I mean, anytime, and this is T9, and before T9, this is like the brick Nokia phones, you could, he would say, you know, text me on my Nokia, just give, give me a little Kia, Plank right? Snake. Yeah, playing Snake and Nokia. Uh, I, we we found Pillman Jr. and we just took a chance. I mean, uh, reached out to him, 
Uh, he was absolutely ex- excited to do it. I don't even. We should. We should. We need to go back and find that tweet because I don't remember. I know you tagged Austin in it. Um, I don't know. We put a picture of um, the the turtle pool that was destroyed that night uh, between Steve Austin and his dad, and that was Pillman Junior.'s uh, pool that Austin destroyed. Right? Legitimately, it's funny because my godson has that same thing, but uses it as a sandbox. Yeah. So we, I mean, we, we basically put out there that, uh, you know, just traction just for us being us, like, let's just see what we can do. And, um, it was fun. It was, we didn't have any followers, uh, the cool, you know, since then, yeah, we have so many on this and that, but they're organic to us. And I think that's the key for us is because it continues to make a difference. And when we interviewed Pillman Jr., he wanted to be Pillman the second at that time. It was like, he, he wanted to, uh, I've got a soda ready. Soda ready for the yawns, right? Um, <laughs> I, he was just, it was cool. And it's, I've, I went back and listened to it the other day. And the maturation between now and then is really, really cool, dude. And I think it's one of those things that I think it'd be fun. Uh, like when August gets done, Pelman gets done, these guys get old and retired. And we're even older and retired where you can just sit back and, and, enjoy the fact that they were kids too and i don't know we're attached to them i'm attached to them yeah absolutely i love filming and uh such a good kid and i still i'll still hit him up on a you know with a message here and there every now and then he checks in with us i i hang out when i uh i subscribe to his twitch channel so when he's on playing world of warcraft uh i'll go i'm not you know i don't play that anything but i go watch him talk the world of Warcraft talk that they do. I have no idea what the fuck he's talking about, but at least I go on and support and you know, it's, it's fun. It's, it's a cool way to support uh, the independent wrestlers in a different way. I didn't know world of Warcraft was still a thing. Oh, I didn't either. I my, you have your soda, Tommy. I got my water. Uh, what do you, what else? I mean, we've got the, is the Royal rumble coming up, right? Are we, I mean, we, we've already said that Ron is going to, do you think that's, I mean, baby, we've got, is she far enough out? Can Ronda, it happen? Ronda's backed by Mania at least. I would think the Rumble is where it makes sense. Uh, Austin recently spoke with your buddy Ryan Satin on Fox Sports. Is he your friend? Is your buddy? No. No? Oh, he's not mine either. Yeah. Isn't that the guy that always gets it wrong? I think he is the guy that never gets it right. Um, Austin's quote is saying, I'll, I'll never forget in San Diego, my first Royal Rumble, I was supposed to be the fourth guy left in the ring and Rikishi or somebody gave me a clothesline and the ropes were so baby oiled up from everybody wearing baby oil. I slipped. <laughs> There's a bunch of guys in the ring and I went out way early. I hit the ground and I'm still pretty new in the company at this time. Uh, so, I mean, there's that there's, uh, people are speaking out against the Royal Rumble because it's so unpredictable. Like there's been... Kofi's always cool. Kofi always does some yeah. some. It's it's yeah. unique every time he does. Naomi did the whole. Was that 2019 where she walked across? Um, yeah, and I think the, she's done something since too. Though I think she's kind of trying to take that Kofi spot on the female um, line of things. Hey, it's, I, I I enjoy it, man. Kofi's. I just ever since it has just been fun. He'll never win the match. No, because they won't take the chance of him doing one of those spots and falling. But having him supposed to win, but that's his match forever. Have you watched 
any of the product? Did you watch any like raw talk? Have you paid attention to any of the retribution stuff? Have you seen Goldberg on raw? Any of this? Probably. Well, I'm psyched. I know Chris Rucker's in the, uh, the pot in the, um, in the chat room. Looking you, looking you talking like it's 1991 in the chat room. (laughs) Well, in the, in the, he made a comment. Thank you, Katie. Soft and um, sensual, JP. <laughs> Soft and sensual. But so I know Ruck is in there, and I know he had to be excited that the icon was on Raw. What? Yeah. What? They were referring to they were referring to Goldberg as the icon. I know, I know, man. <laughs> it's why bother? You, know, you uh, just mentioned Rikishi, and I was watching a Rikishi. I watched so somebody on my Facebook local. Um, wrestler posted on, on Facebook a Rikishi video that is so surreal. It's there's a notorious local promoter. Bobby D might remember him because I know Bobby's been going to shows around here for a while. Um his name was Mike Sparta. Mike Sparta. And it was it's Sparta, but it's only pronounced Sparta because that's yeah. how Mike Sparta said it. A H T A H. Mike's brother was actually, like, office for WWF. So when, like, guys like Eddie Guerrero were coming back from injuries and stuff, they went through Spada. They, and they actually worked local shows. Really? And he had Rikishi for a two-show. And uh, the second night they're in the venue, and this is they, they get all of this on video. And Rikishi, for whatever reason, the first night only wanted to do the stink face. He didn't want to do anything else, like no match, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Well, Spada comes out and cuts a promo because Rikishi's in the audience. He comes out like the <laughs> beginning of another match and starts yelling at him. Throws him out of the building with a sword. With and a the sword? Whole, the whole time. Simon Dean, Mike Bucci is in the back, and Mike he actually commented on this. Uh, and Mike Bucci had just taken over developmental at the time. And so he went out. He actually left. He looked at one of the guys and said, I was never here and left because they were afraid Spada was going to stab him with the sword. No way. Like, I don't want to be a part of this. I just got a job. He's going to stick me with a sword. It's hysterical. This, so, but that's how this guy that's how this guy was. Like I watched this guy throw X Pac out of a out of a show. And the reason why is because X Pac wanted money instead of drugs for his payday. So Do you know that Carlito and uh Candace Michelle weren't on the WWE Legends night, even though they were advertised to be there? People were freaking out about it. Hmm. I wonder why. Uh, from what I've heard, and this is specifically from uh, WrestlingNewsSource.com, is, uh, quote, uh, Mike Johnson, uh, I was told Carlito found out he was just getting a cameo and said, hey, but thanks. When you want me to come up, wrestle or do something, I'm happy to do it. I don't want to travel across the country just to do two minutes cameo. Why if they're paying you, dude? I don't know, man. That's why I wanted to get your feel on that. Uh, here's the thing. So, all right, so they're not bringing you on to wrestle, and that's what you do. You're a wrestler. I get that. But they're putting you on the biggest wrestling show in the world. They're paying you to do it, 
And now you're advertising that, hey, I'm still alive to every other promoter in the world. Did you enjoy the Carlito gimmick? Did you enjoy? I did, I did too. I really did. I was. I bought into the yeah. Apple uh, yeah. everything. The bite. The I bought into it. I really. I was a fan. But I just. I think it's a. I think it's a work ethic thing with the WWE, and I continue to feel that more and more as I see those that don't. Like I understand. Yeah, you don't want to come for a cameo. Why the fuck would you not? You know how many people would die to have that opportunity? A lot. WWE guys that are dying to get on cameo. <laughs> uh, Candice Michelle uh, was advertised too, um, but apparently uh, was never asked to appear. Uh, and according to her, in quote, it's funny because uh, coming on the show here today, and you're going to ask me the big questions uh, of why I wasn't at WWE Legends Night on Raw. That leads me all the way back to the Super Bowl, and the same thing kind of follows my whole life. And so I'm excited to share all this information with you. Really, deep. so she dives into it, right? Um, she was stating that she was falsely promoted. Um, the truth is, I simply didn't make the cut, um, but I always make the headline. So what they're saying is they advertise her as being there, but they never bring her in. That's. But I mean, is Candice Michelle really a draw? I think uh, Carlito's more of a draw than she is. I don't. I think Carlito's way more of a draw than Candice Michelle. I'm just being I don't honest. Think anybody is honestly tuning in to watch Candace Michelle. I don't think anyone ever tuned in to watch Candace Michelle wrestle. No, I don't. I don't think that um, it's relevant, except when you're talking about Legends Night, because uh, Mustafa Ali, and that's why I asked you if you had watched like Raw Talk. He People are, are confusing shoots with works and works with juice. It's kind of fun for me to watch this stuff go down on Twitter. And like he basically, you know, went off on the legends and the legends are holding back the talent, you know, the, the way the ret- retribution should be built up, right? Um, a storyline, just like the, the Randy Orton and Fiend that we've, everybody's been asking for a long term storyline, but that long term storyline has been right in front of our face the whole time. People are forgetting that, you know. Riney Orton burned Bray. He, that that's the burning. Uh, the fires. Um, what did he burn Bray Wyatt? What was that? Wasn't that his house? He burned the house when they were there. The Wyatt family house. He burned the house down, supposedly, right? And then he burns the fiend again. So this storyline for me, for me, it's been fun, man. This COVID era has really gotten me back to feeling like a kid when I'm watching wrestling. Like I'm, I'm on Twitter less now, away because of work, but also because I get a hangout in in. Um, turn the TV on. I'm not reading the dirt sheets. Like I don't, this is when we do this, like I get to go, Oh wow. Like Jay White might be coming to the WWE from new Japan pro wrestling, like all day long, dude, like all day long. I'm, I'm ready to, and I, but the thing is, is I'm not following these guys. I'm not waiting for the anticipation. I'm not waiting for it to, to happen. Um, or, or trying to report anything on their, um, Yeah, I'm just not sold on a lot of the stuff. Um, Neither am I. I'm not. I'm not either. But I'm not sold on the AEW product either. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. It's. Do you know why? Enjoy the most is honestly AEW and NXT. Same. Same. That's what I watch. I. 
I watch uh, Raw and SmackDown in an abbreviated form. Uh, I don't watch it live. Sometimes I'll watch Raw live. But I watch NXT because I wanted to watch Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor battle for the belt. Uh, I watched uh, Rhea Ripley and uh, uh, Gonzalez kick the shit out of each other. Um, yeah, I, I I enjoy both shows. I'm not here to pick. You know, we don't do that. Right? No, no. I just <clears throat> I'm <clears throat> I struggle to watch Raw. I don't struggle as much to watch SmackDown, but I do really struggle to watch Raw because there's so much time and the product and the storyline efficiency in which they can are, are telling those stories is the efficacy is like nil to none for a lot of people. I think when they when they watch this um they're watching it for specific uh storylines and parts like when i see bray wyatt and fiend and it's gonna get half hour 45 minutes so that's my raw like i'm not there to watch um cedric alexander i'm not there to watch um dolph ziggler i'm not there to watch um any any champion at this point in time other than finn balor just because it's whatever that's it. And how do I sound now, by the way? You yeah, sound perfect, dude. Awesome. You sound perfect. Awesome. I found that's the why we do this stuff. And and this 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 has been a blessing in twenty the COVID. I hate to keep saying it, but it's been a blessing because we. The, the reason we do like this is because I think we like the challenge. Right, and Timber, I love the Firefly Funhouse. Like that was cool to me, and that made me watch Raw, and it made me pay attention to everything on Raw. Because I wanted to see that. It was different. But it's just... The wrestling-wise... There isn't. It's not, dude. It's, they it's, stopped putting effort in. They're the best wrestlers in the world. Hands down. Not taking that away from them. And there's people that will say they're not. You're wrong. They are. They're there for a reason. But they're not putting the effort in without the crowd there, in my opinion. Now you now you can push that mic away a little bit, and I think you're going to be good. All awesome. right, cool. Right, that yeah, perfect, awesome. Yeah, what did you do, by the way? So you can you can educate people now on the podcast. What what do you what you I, just got new equipment too? Yeah, okay. I went into my. I had to go into the control panel to adjust the mic level. Oh, so 1991. Yeah, exactly. That wasn't <laughs> what I was ready for with the brand new cutting edge. <laughs> You know, this is like a this is like a razor sharp cutting edge mic microphone. <laughs> I just had to go ahead and adjust my microphone settings. Um, I, so are you watching the Royal Rumble? Are you going to watch the Royal Rumble? Absolutely, gonna... that is my absolutely favorite pay per view. Period. <sighs> because it doesn't matter who's in the Royal Rumble; you don't have to know the storylines. You're just going to watch that. You're going to watch. I'm going to watch the other matches. What's up, Joe? But, like, the Royal Rumble, like, we used to bet on it. Me, George Carroll, um, there was a bunch of us. Um, DC Dillinger would be there a lot. Rest in peace. Hey, um, hey We'd be uh, over at George's flag. house. So I'm, I'm waiting. For, I'm still waiting for the email back from George to find out if we can. I wanted him to come on here and surprise you. Like, I had August come on here and surprise you the first time we had him back on here. That was, I wanted, I continue to want that to do that with George, but. Um, that was that was fun. Well, today's a big day for George in Boston. It's a uh, new edition day. New edition day. And George is a huge new edition fan. He likes the no Bobby bullshit. Brown. 
He likes the Bobby Brown. Bobby game. Brown, BBD. Do you know how hard it was for me not to come? Like, I had probably about, I think throughout the day, probably six smart-ass answers on there, but I continued to risk resist doing that because I respect him so much I didn't want to ruin his new edition day. <laughs> well, trust me. I mean, we all know what Bobby Brown did. In, uh, like, but he's talented as hell. Allegedly. <laughs> Prove it. Huh? Prove oh, that he's yes. talented? No, no, no. You said Bobby Brown. We all know what Bobby Brown did. Prove it. I mean, I think he admitted to smoking Well, crack. they don't teach the fucking Holocaust in schools anymore, so prove that. <sighs> you know I'm not politically correct when we're not on the microphone, so don't set me up. <laughs> By the way, can I say something political? Only if you and then we'll probably spin the oh, wheel. You move your, only if you adjust the settings down a little bit. Or move so, like, like We're going to get this thing, and I love you for it. I'm going to tell people, and I'm going to say something on the air that I don't know if I've ever said. I voted for Trump. We never talk politics. I no. think we always, and it's fun. We are actually two people can have a conversation because we are on the opposite ends opposite of the spectrum. Sides. Opposite sides. We're, we are two human beings that can coexist that have totally opposite fucking ideas. And we've been doing it forever. So, you know I voted for Trump. You know that, Josh. Yes. Um, if you're one of those people that stormed my Capitol building, my nation's... Up a little bit. Up a little bit. My nation's property and disrupted my nation's politics and... If you're one of the people that disrupted my nation's politics, invaded my nation's building, showed other countries that it's possible to, without weapons, invade one of our nation's top buildings, fuck you. That's yeah. all. Yeah, that's I'm... All. Um, And that's like, we don't get political. But I voted for Trump. And I supported Trump. Um, I, I didn't get into the whole race stuff no. Because it, to me, it was more about the politics of it, and I thought he would have been better at the politics of it. He sucked at it last week. I'll say that. Uh, the other day, he sucked at it. He should have spoke up. It took Biden speaking up. Um, but those people that invaded, they weren't Trump supporters. Don't take it as that. Um, so th- that's all. Thank you. Yeah, dude. It's that's and if if you. If you if you feel like we ever speak out of turn, that's why we have this podcast, so we can speak out of turn, so JP can say whatever he wants and have the freedom to do that. And if you don't like that, you can suck a fat dick because I, I can totally disagree with him, and we can we can always always have a conversation about it. I who knows? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm a, I'm a libertarian at heart. Like I don't give a fuck what you right. do in your house. Just don't bring it into mine. Don't bring it into the public. Right. Yeah. That's that's what I believe in. That is 100 percent where I've stood since I was probably had any type of political opinion. There was I've taken political, you know, my, my kids probably going to school to be a lawyer and a poli sci fucking major. So it's thing that's ingrained in my life. And I sh- probably should have been a politician. You take those stupid things and it tells you what to be. It's because I, I I'm audible. I can speak. I can capture people's yeah. attention. The problem that I have with it is that um, it's we dirty kiss people's asses. No, I can't kiss people's asses. And if somebody wants something from me, 
then it's going to be for, for the good of everybody and not just me. And I think on both sides of the aisle, dude, and that I'll be clear on both sides of the aisle. I don't fucking like people. I dislike so, them very, very much. No. Because Here's the thing, too, guys. Next week, I think next week there's going to be some sort of politic discussion. Which brings us kind of leading in is um, we've got the Russian files coming up, and um, we're, we're letting you know that are here right now. One of our idols are he's coming on the show, is like one of the guys to coming on the show. Looking <laughs> forward to coming on the show, and it's going to be this is the type of conversation I think we're going to have with him. Once we get through the wrestling part and we get to where he is as a human being, as a person, his political and religious views and, and where he's at. Cause I, I think I'm going to be in the minority in that. And I, it doesn't bother me. Um, what bothers me is that people won't allow us when I'm speaking as a whole to have differences of opinion and not take it personal. Like don't right. take it personal, but no, it's, I, I don't, I'm getting up at six. I'm getting up at six a.m. to do Masha Slamovich in the morning. You're gonna maybe try at four. It's gonna be ten p.m. because she's over in Japan. So we're gonna do that. Um, and then on the twelfth, man, uh, uh, Tuesday, Nick, Tuesday um, we are going from to the USA TV show Nikita. Yeah, uh, Nikita Koloff is what? gonna come. Oh, so it's not the girl from that TV show on USA Network like twenty years ago. No, this is Nikita Koloff. Oh man, I gotta prepare different questions. Absolutely, totally wrong. <laughs> oh guys, wrong. Nikita Koloff is huge. We haven't had like a. We've had guests, and of obviously, like you know, we've become friends with Vampiro. And Vampiro's come on the show, and he's been huge. But I don't think we've had somebody quite of Koloff's caliber in a long time. I didn't no have respect to the other people that we've had on. No, I didn't have to chase Nikita Koloff as hard as I've had to chase Sergeant Slaughter. Just put it that way. Right. And Sergeant Slaughter was our best friend. He is my best friend. He just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> he used to retweet <laughs> us. He used to like everything we tweeted. <laughs> and then he stopped. Uh, I think that's because he doesn't manage his own social media accounts. That's fine. Yeah, I I'm super excited. To, uh, the Russian Files was just something yes. that I was dinking around with. Um, Masha's going to be a huge um, interview. F uh, I'm going to for me personally, just because I think she's like the next big thing. And yeah, I, I, wanted... say, I think that's big for her and for us. I think yeah. that's mutual. Yeah, it's um, it's, and... it's it's she started off, and I think a lot of people are, are fucking picking up what we're laying down. You're seeing podcasts go to the side. You're seeing podcasts fold up and quit. You're seeing podcasts doing what podcasts do. They mature. People grow. Um, but if you don't have a relationship like this and you can uh, agree to disagree, on not just wrestling, but political views in life, mm -hmm. you're fucked. You're fucked. No, it's, um, <laughs> in... And I'm glad that's, that's what we're, we're going to have. A, we're going to have a highbrow, intelligent conversation. Absolutely. When Nikita Koloff comes on here. I know I that for a fact. I don't know how long those conversations are going to go. So I don't know if there's going to, there may be a couple of weeks where there's no free fig. Yeah. And, and, and we're I all... think that's the way we're going anyway. Um, so Marty. I think free, free fig Friday was never meant to last forever, but I think it's going to. 
um, just in us. Like we might do bigger figures. Like this is a pretty good figure. Yeah, this is but something that every other week or maybe once a month, something to that. I think we discussed the last Friday of the month. So yeah, we, you and I, and we kind of wanted to, to talk about that too. Is we 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 did this in twenty twenty just because we wanted to see if we could do it. See if I could take my the graphics that you guys see here. Nobody fucking does that. We do that. Jump Everything you that. see no, here, you do all, that. You do that. Well, I, well, everything that you see here is a combination of uh, of us working together, and maybe that's what this is. Is how we we you know we hey Marty, what's up, man? Um, I'm it's what we do. Like, there's I just have jobs in this podcast that I do. You, I will do. Like, I literally none of this Stone Cold Steve Austin shit was there. None of it was here. Um, the, the, except you know I, I got a, uh, an hour out of work, um, and came here. And put all that stuff together, like the overlay was, you know, it's gone. You know, we can sit here with this free fig and I can cover us up and we can sit here and have a conversation if, if we wanted to. So the reason we decided to do free fig Friday and the reason we decided to move in the direction that we did is to see if we could do it because we saw other people doing it and we felt like it might be the way to go. Um, it is, but it isn't. Um, live is live. It, it's a lot of work. Um, it's a lot of pressure for people. Uh, and we, th- we, th- we thrive in interviewing people and, um, getting them to tell stories or to open up to us like they don't to others. Right. And that's where we, that's our niche. You know, we're not a boot to the face. We're not a talkamania. You know, we're not a cross body of work. I'm not a, we're not a chaos theory pod. We're not a ringside rant. We're not all the guys from all FBT. of those guys. So I just yeah. bought a chaos. I just ordered my chaos theory pod shirt, my chaos yeah. club shirt today. I'm. I'm super just excited to to continue um, to to be part of that and um, continue to do this, but we can't do it every Friday. Like we just can't do it. That's I, what I'm, she said, Timber. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap, that thing's huge. Um, we just can't do it because one uh, work and with with uh, people's real lives moving on. You know, we're going to be doing right. some stuff. My my job. Uh, requires a lot of time away for um, needy, for specific people. And yours is dedicated time, and you only got certain times you can do things. Right. And we didn't, and, know, we didn't know what the figure was going to be until I went on yesterday and decided. Yeah. It's something that... try to announce it by Monday, so... So really what we've done is we've taken, we've taken uh, our podcast, um, increased our audience with Free Fig Friday, uh, met some amazing people, and want to be able to not not stop doing this, but make it something that we do, like the last Friday of the month, where we yeah. um, build the up. The show will where, always be there for you on Fridays to listen to. Yeah, ab- absolutely, and um, it's it's something that I feel bad that we have to stop doing it, but at the same time, there's a boundary to which to what you fucking kind of have to. You you gotta. You got to enjoy what we're doing and not make it a job and burn out because you see so many of these podcasts that just burn, burn out. They're gone. And along with that goes credibility and reliability to what we continue to try and build and, and, and flirt with. But we've seen a niche with like Amasha Slamovich that makes it perfect for us. Yeah. And every once in a while we step up to the plate and we get a pitch right down the middle. It's the one that we want. It's a two O count. And we knock that bitch out of the part and you get a Nikita Koloff to come hang out on the show. And that's that what happened. I'm super jacked about. That's it. 
I think I'm gonna spin this thing. What do you think? Let's do. Let's spin that thing. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Let me go do, hang out. I think we gotta do for a little longer time though, right? Do this. Um, fuck, dude. I don't know. Just do it. Whatever. Take a random. Uh, mm, Should I do a minute? Maybe forty-five. Yeah. 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 Because we got the tunes too. We can dance. That's it. This is a great tune. Maybe. It's kind of like that. Nobody can see me dancing. It's horrible. F zero rhythm. <laughs> you and me both. There it is. Who's going to win this one, dude? I don't know, man. Who's spinning it twice, too, right? I get it on my t-shirt. Are we spinning it two times? First one for the figure, second one for the t-shirt? Yeah, first one for the big, second one for the t-shirt. I want to mail that t-shirt out, dude. And I do hope it's Marty so I can send that baby shirt out to his little one. <laughs> Make it a onesie. <laughs> <sighs> Is it going to be Pete? Is it going to be Pete? Oh, who's that? Let's see. Pop Culture Junkie 2? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Pug 86. That's a new name that I just saw today, so... Okay, well, there you go. Pittsburgh Pug 86. That's the stunning Steve Austin figure, correct? Yes. Yes. So that was fucking give away this t-shirt. I want to buy somebody a t-shirt. And if it's a female, I will buy you a female. The whitest show on Rob Demore. That's what you get for buying a shirt, boys and girls. Oh, yeah. Tommy so, so here's the thing Tommy's on it, and the reason Tommy doesn't have the ad symbol is because that's his second entry. How did Tommy Flynn get his second entry, JP? Because he bought, well, Bobby D ordered two shirts, one for him and one for Tommy. So they're each on there twice. So there you go, folks. It's karma. We are perfect. Like, there's there's a reason why when Rucker came on here and we spun and he won. Like, there's a reason Nick Haddix has won two figs. There's a reason, like, people, it's fun, man. This is this is fun shit for me. And, and I wanted I want to continue to do it on Every week, but it just we can't, man. So what do we do? <laughs> the wheel left on Tommy Pete. Has... No, not today, Marty says. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is, Marty? It's just that these um, it, these things are so thin. They're like bike spokes almost because there's so many on there this week. I'm abs- dude. I'm super appreciative. I like your hard work and that that fig. Like you just landed on it, so and it was. What do, we, what do we do with Tommy though? Because Tommy has well, Tommy has the new shirt coming. Does Tommy get a free fig Friday shirt? Yeah, let's get him a free fig Friday shirt. If he's got a, if he's got the new one, then let's get him that free fig one. All right, there you go, Tommy. In Pittsburgh Pug eighty six, I'll uh, I'm actually gonna message Pittsburgh Pug eighty six and let them know to watch the show to see who won. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Flynn is a two time winner. 
Uh, no, man, I'm just, I'm super gracious. It's uh, three years we've been on Twitter. I don't know how many tweets we've sent out. I know 2020, like we busted balls on social media, on getting the name out there, doing everything we could to be on first page of Google, and we got there. So that's yeah. all I gave a and, shit about. Well, but then after that, hold on, though, because then we set another goal when we started Free Fig Friday. Which one? To what? get 100 we... people on the fucking wheel. Yeah, we did, and we did. We well, got 100 was... people on the wheel. I was literally, because I, I only worked half a day today because... We were you were just away. refreshing that shit, were you? Uh, how many times did I text you at random numbers? Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, thanks to What a Maneuver for helping out uh, with the retweets and, yes. and putting the shirt over. Thanks for Ringside Art for, for uh, the design. Like, dude, it's just been fun, dude. partnerships that, like, I'm so glad that we made over the past, like, two months, three months. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it ringside just art, ringside designs um, at ringside art guys. If you need logos, his rates are incredible, super affordable. He's the one that did that new skull logo. Um, I call it the skull and cross buckles. Everybody, and yeah, yeah. we literally like we didn't give him any ideas. We sort of told him go nuts. Yeah, we just said here go, and like the cross buckles was your idea, but those turnbuckles behind the skull no, was. was... Him. But as far as calling it the cross. Oh, yeah, 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 the name. But the the design is all his. Design is all his, and it was fresh as fuck when he sent it to us. He sent that. Like, when he first sent just the skull without the turnbuckles there, he was like, this is a stock guy's. And I was like, that's incredible. Like, are you done? Yeah, and well, when he said, I'm going to put the turnbuckles in there, behind there, on like a skull and crossbones, I'm like, well, fuck, if you can do that, I'm all over it. Yeah, so... If you guys, um, like, uh, you know, if you guys have anything that you need art for, he does a lot. Um, thanks, Joe. We appreciate it, man. I, I love following you on Facebook. Um, dude, this is a, he's doing a, I think he's doing a 365 day challenge, something as far as positivity. So it's good to see you here, man. And thanks for the compliments on the logo. Um, you know, it's just, it's fun. <laughs> Bobby D told you, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just good vibes, man. We just we're just good energy, and we're here to have good times. We look, we we said we're going to come on here for twenty minutes, and we only came on for forty two. Right, but and that's going to go on top of an interview that went well, twenty well, minutes. So now we're an hour. Yeah, yeah, we're good. All right. So, um, it, 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 do us a favor because we always forget to mention. Um, like, subscribe, all your podcasts out there, especially the ones at Full, yeah. pe- full Press. Uh, get all your, all your wrestling news, please, at uh, both Full Press and WrestlingNewsSource.com. Um, wrestling News Source has some uh, Discord up there, uh, chat. I mean, you're reaching at least a half a million people there through, through Wrestling News Source, so it's a fun group. It's a fun half a million people to be hanging out with. If you see wrestling news anywhere else on the Internet, like that's where I do my fact-checking. Yeah, Wrestling News Source is our fact-checker. We, it is not reported until it's actually fact-checked. And by the way, speaking of WrestlingNewsSource.com, also get well soon, uh, Marty ben. Vasquez. Not Marty Vasquez, sorry, Mike Rain. Mike, Mike. Uh, Marty, Mike. I wish you well too, though. Yeah. <laughs> he had Marty on the brain. Um, Mike Rain and, and um, Ben, too, had some a tough year. So yeah. we're just a lot, of, a lot of good vibes and a lot of good things for a lot of good people. And we appreciate you guys hanging out here every Friday since we started doing this. And I really look forward to you guys hanging out with us every um, last Friday of the month, uh, as we put together some pretty cool fucking fig packs and some other stuff to send out. Um, and Tommy, you're a winner every week, regardless. So yeah, I love you. Yeah. And um, I told Bobby, I owe you and him. The next time there's a show in the area, I owe, I owe you and Bobby a slice of pizza and I'll get you a soda and I'll get Bobby a drink. 
What do they put? What do they put in sodas and pizzas? Huh? <laughs> what do they put in sodas and pizzas? <laughs> hey, uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. <laughs>